0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Type Talks. Today, we have our lovely guest, Mara, and she will be telling us a bit about the ISTP personality. So Mara, would you like to tell us a bit about you? Hi, I'm Mara. I, uh, I write on Practical Typing, which is PracticalTyping.com, and we also start a YouTube channel. So Mara has a website called Practical Typing, and it's a really, really, really good typology site. It's very true to Jungian theory, and if you want to see something that is like very practical, go check out Practical Typing. It'll be linked in the description down below as well. <laughs> and so my first question for you, Mara, is what are three words you would use to describe yourself? Probably, uh, well, practical It's fairly boring word, I guess.
1: Optimistic, adaptable.
0: Cool. What are three words other people would describe you as?
1: Yeah, I asked like three different people this question.
0: I um, so I I'll
1: so I end up going with like independent, clever, and loyal. And that's what my sister told me.
0: Oh, you have a good sister. <laughs> yeah, that worked out pretty well. <laughs> what are three words you would describe ISTPs as?
1: So that was kind of weird because it's like in my brain, I feel like I'd want to describe myself and I used to choose the same, but um, I ended up going with maybe
0: logical, adaptable, and laid back. But <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- I'm very grateful for your laid back and analytical nature. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for a good website called Practical Typing down below. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> And and so my next question for you, Mara, is what are some core features of ISTPs?
1: We're introverted, so we tend to be pretty quiet. Obviously, I mean, I so I mean, I can have moments where I get loud when something's going on, but most of we are quiet. We usually don't do a ton of talking, which is why I'm over here going, like, I'm doing this interview, and I need to actually talk the whole time. <laughs> like, we'll see if this goes shorter than all the other ones you've done so far. <laughs> um, We're usually down to earth and like say practical laid back, take things one day at a time. Usually like, um, you know, rational problem solvers, typically not very emotional, which is not to say we don't smile and laugh, but you know.
0: One thing I love about, well, I love a lot of things about ISTBs, but one of the things I love about ISTBs is how their brevity, so their succinctness. And a lot of the ISTB friends I know, they're very like concise with their wording And I I used to call my ICB friend a man of few words. Uh, It doesn't apply for all, but I see a trend there, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if I, I I usually try, well, sometimes people try to
1: force something out of me before I'm ready. And that's when I might do a little bit more of a, I don't know, too many words, but, you know, as I'm going, ah. But usually if I could just think about it, I'll only come out with a few words like this. It's just this.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) when you're not doing the, well, it's this. And then it will, it could be like, I don't know. Yeah. You, you mentioned how TI does this thing. If, you yeah, know, you could go into that. So
1: usually I want that all in my head. So like every now and then, I'll be talking to Ryan, he'll try to pry something out of me before I'm done processing it. So then I'm over here like, ah, ah, yeah. hemming <laughs> and hawing and trying to come out with words now. And, <laughs> and
0: then there, is is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really cool. And so Mara, what's like a telltale sign of Ice TV? (laughs) We're not, I mean, I'm sure some are, I I know, but like on
1: average we're not as like argumentative as other TI users. Not usually. I mean, this is just like, I mean, amongst families different different, totally, but like, we're not usually very argumentative because I like, I know I personally am not that interested in arguing with anyone at all. And I know we don't usually come off very judgmental. That's not to say that we aren't judgmental. It's just, it usually stays here <laughs> until you really start to bother us.
0: <laughs> it's like you guys are laid back until you get annoyed by someone bothering you.
1: Yeah. Or until like someone's trying to control me or something like that. And then I'm going to come out with my criticisms to get you to leave me alone. But for the most part, until you start encroaching on my space, I usually keep it all to myself. My judgments are for me to like, essentially filter the way I see you, filter you through my judgments, and I'm not necessarily going to just come out with them on you. It's not really for that. Like, TI is not about control <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. So TI is like logic, but it's not used to control the outer world. So it's like logic for your... For, it's for ordering, of- ordering my thoughts, yeah.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I was ordering internally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. see someone who's trying to do trying to like like lay out the law and control a lot of things in the external environment and they feel that need to do that and like you can't really be a ti user it's not a high one because we're not really like that it's like we're controlling our thought we're thinking our thoughts and organizing our thoughts and pulling in stuff to weave in there but we're not really interested in controlling anything out here
0: yeah yeah that's a really good distinction like um ji functions like F-I and T-I try to order their inside thoughts or feelings, and like J-E, like F-E, or T-E try to order externally, whether it's Mm -hmm. socially or objects-wise outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another key feature of ISTPs is good under crisis situations, being calm Mm -hmm. during crisis when everyone else is like, oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, usually I, I can handle situations like that fairly well. It doesn't mean I always make the right decisions, but something happens and gets done and moves forward.
0: <laughs> yes, yes.
1: And I'm not usually panicking like some people are.
0: That's great. Another one of the plethora of reasons to like an ISTP. <laughs> what are some fictional or celebrity or anime ISTPs that you know of?
1: So I realized a classic one that I didn't think of last time we did this was Han Solo. He's a fairly classic ICP. Yeah. And I, I can relate to him in some aspects. And then there's it invaded. I can't still don't remember his name. No, I still don't remember his name. Guy from invaded, <laughs> which is the anime. And then there was, and this one's highly disagreed. Upon, but there is Aizawa from My Hero Academia. Most
0: people put him as an INTJ. So I realized that some ISTPs actually mistype as INTJ sometimes on 16 personalities. Mm -hmm. Like I've had a few friends (laughs) have that happen. And that's why I guess people type Azawa as INTJ, because there's so many mistypes in INTJ that they start to assume that, yeah, I I agree with your typing though, Mara.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just go like, yeah, when when he's halfway through his class, climbing into his sleeping bag, going to sleep, I'm like, this is not an INTJ, sorry guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: so casual.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just let me know when I wake up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let me know when I wake up, that's funny. (laughs) And so, any others that you can think of?
1: Not specifically that I've actually vetted. I mean, I could go through the anime list, but eh.
0: Oh, can you go through the anime list? Oh
1: boy. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, there was Shikamaru from Naruto. There was Zoro from One Piece. Kiritsugu Emiya from
0: Fate. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Mara. <laughs> what are some misunderstandings that people have about ISTPs?
1: A lot of it all comes from stereotypes, but you have like a lot of the ISP descriptions are very SE heavy. Mm-hmm. So they're basically describing like a mellow ESTP. Like in my brain, that's how I'm trying like this. Cause it's always, usually they're described as a lot more impulsive and risk taking than they usually are which is why I think it's probably partially why a lot of ESTPs on mistype type is ISTPs. Yes. Cause I think honestly, sometimes ISTP description ends up being more realistic to the ESTPs. Whereas the ISTPs are more TI heavy than they really realize. So I I'll read some of the descriptions and go, I am not that, like, I'm not quite that, that way. I'm not quite that impulsive or quite that I'm a lot more analytical ultimately. So I know there's there's that, which is where a lot, a lot of ISP people start mistyping as INTPs.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: that can be kind of impulsive in spurts, but it's a lot
0: easier to crush my spontaneity.
1: Like for someone else to crush my spontaneity, because it's just not that strong.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so then I'm curious, how does SE show up in ISTPs? What does is auxiliary SE actually look like?
1: Well, I mean, so I do get the bug of, bug of I want to do it, and I want to do it now, when I get something in my head. And I look, but I mean, like I said, if I get a lot of criticism from that, I'll probably kind of be, okay, fine. okay, depending on what it is, but <laughs> but I mean, it also, like, I can be kind of like, um, what's that word I'm looking for like indulgent, like, you know, I, I want this, I want that, I'm gonna that kind of thing. It's, I'm more focused on what's going on now rather than later. I'm like, I always like this one, oh, one punch fan. ICP. I always like this one quote from him: "Like I'm going to save that problem for tomorrow's me, or something like that." Like, yes, (laughs) I (laughs) am just not going to think about this today. I'll think about that tomorrow. Uh
0: huh. Yes, yes. The ICTP is like more focused on the now, like the present, and then tomorrow can wait for tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty
0: much. That's great. So
1: that actually is really—it's really good on a stress level because I could sometimes just put off the stress, like not thinking about the stress. The thing is not stressing me out. It'll stress me out in a few days when it comes.
0: I wonder if that contributes to your optimism. So because like you're more in that day-to-day present, like it's easier. Probably, to, yeah.
1: Because I've noticed that any users can go two different ways. They either get really, really optimistic, sometimes in more in a kind of unrealistic way, sometimes, or they—I've noticed—they could also get very, very pessimistic.
0: Yes. 'Cause when
1: you start I, I see both sides in my family. Because my brother is very, very optimistic. My dad is very, very pessimistic. And then I call my sister who's an auxiliary in me, as opposed to my two doms. <laughs> she is a failed optimist. She tries. <laughs> but ultimately she just can't.
0: <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. hmm Whereas, yeah. yeah, but
1: oh overall I'm usually relatively optimistic. So I'm not just thinking I'm not really thinking about all the things that might go wrong. I'm thinking about now, and
0: right now I'm okay, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I, I approve. You help people vicariously live through your relaxedness because they're like, Wow, Mars so relaxed. <laughs> they they relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and so What were we discussing? (laughs) Uh, We were discussing misunderstandings.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I kind of briefly said that um, TI is more abstract than some people realize. So I've also noticed, I always bring this back to descriptions, but I've noticed, I noticed that some of the, (sighs) the NE descriptions in like INTP tends to take a lot from the TI without realizing it. So I'll hear them describe their NE and go that you're talking, some of that is TI. Some of that is NE, some of that is TI. So like, and that's, like I said, I mentioned earlier, some I's will mistake themselves as INTPs because we have that abstract TI.
0: Yeah, TI is is very abstract. And I'm wondering, I'm, I'm trying to describe it, but then my TI is making my logic too abstract. It, it
1: could be really hard for me to describe my TI. Like like Sometimes I feel like Ryan has an easier time describing my TI. It's not even necessarily that he fully understands it, but he's learned how to put words to it. Like he goes, oh, this, this thing that you do. And I really <laughs> go going. Like, Okay, it's my dominant function, but it's really hard to talk about.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, which honestly, that is kind of another sign of an ISTP right there. I have heard INTPs almost verbatim, like without knowing anything about typology, like pull out this description of TI without realizing what they're doing. And it is—it's very—it was very interesting to hear because I met this person who we very quickly typed as an INTP, just hearing him talk, and he was talking about himself and it was all T.I. I'm going, I wish I could just off the cuff, without knowing anything, come out with a definition for T.I. But he just did it so naturally without knowing what he was saying.
0: <laughs> yes. That's the wonderful part about extroverted intuition, N-E. It can just like come up with things on the spot and be able to say it. Mm-hmm. So, cause the thing, the problem is like, your T-I is also backed by a very like introverted function, N-I, and so you have an even harder time explaining yourself. And <laughs> and that's why yeah. ICPs tend to be people of few words.
1: Exactly, which is I don't think what people realize is like, we don't talk very much because it just becomes so hard to talk more than that. It's like, we're going to come up with our, our few-word answer, and then we want to be done now. Don't make us do it
0: anymore. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't torture your ISTPs, guys. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, okay, so I'll take a stab out of, like, defining TI. TI is, like, this long chain of logic, and, like, you're kind of trying to, over time, perfect this long train, long chain of logic. And so you're, like... Okay, so, so this makes sense here and this makes sense here. So you're building this logical chain from the ground up in your own mind. You're trying to organize it so it makes the most sense and it's really consistent with itself. And, and so TI is like this organized thought structure where you can make sense of, of things and why they happen. Basically, uh,
1: the only thing I might hesitate on is that saying it's a chain makes it sound very and depend like straight and depending on who it is, it's not always very straight. <laughs> yeah. sometimes I think about like, I don't know the game Jenga, the Jenga tower, where all the blocks are kind of in there, but, you know, you pull one out and the whole thing collapses. <laughs> Versus I feel like you pull out a chain like you just link the others back together and you're fine. But <laughs> the whole thing is not necessarily broken.
0: That's true. So that's what happens when um, someone takes out a logical block, the whole thing just crumbles like Jenga, or? Depending on how integral
1: that piece was, yes, because we've built so many things on top of other things that if this one was actually a very core thing that had a lot of things built off it, all these other things are gonna fall apart.
0: Yeah, is that why ISTPs don't share their logic? Removing one of the pivotal pieces might cause it to fall down, so it's it's easier to just have it in your brain than to put it in a space where you could have blocks fall down, or? I think that can be true. Now, usually TI will try to vet, vet the thought
1: before they actually completely, like, solidify it, which is why sometimes you'll notice TI users will throw something out there, and then you'll think that maybe later they, maybe that they're hypocritical, or that they just retracted this, or... Um, maybe they lied or forgot, like, you know, whatever, because they'll say something and then later they're not thinking that thing at all anymore. No, that's not a thing. But it's because we'll kind of throw it out there and see what happens. <laughs> see what kind of feedback we get on occasion. And then if, if it if it works, we'll be like, yeah, and we'll put it in there. And if it doesn't work, we throw it out. And it's a very quick thing. Whereas like you see like more of the te users just say something that is a thing. <laughs> and they finally come out with it anyway, or at least that's at least the way Ryan is, It's the ISTJ. When he says it, he's like, sure about it. Or at least yeah. very certain about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I see TE users doing that too. It's like, they'll, they'll say it and they'll seem very certain about their statement. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You had an article where you talked about TI. You said it's I could be misquoting you, so just always correct me if I accidentally do that. <laughs> so you talked about, like, FI will try on multiple identities, like, at different mm-hmm. hats to figure out its actual identity because it means a lot to it. And TI will do a parallel. Well, TI, TI will, like, say certain thoughts it doesn't believe in out loud. So then it can vet and understand its own logic and where it sits there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's about right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh at
1: that point we're looking for someone to say no because of blah 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 like look for someone to feed us the alternate logic at that point that's great so there's also like i've noticed people try to overly tie aesthetics however you say that word to istps or se in general and ISG specifically and that to me has got that does not ring true at all i've noticed your sfps can be very much more into the beauty and the aesthetics Which is not to say that I don't appreciate it, but I myself have no sense for any of that because I've noticed that SDPs are more functional. Yes, necessarily fashionable. Like they can be, and I'm not like putting boxes on anyone, but as a whole, I've noticed SDPs are are more functional when they approach like dress or fashion or like with the way I am with my house, it's more practical. And the only reason I really try to make it look nice is because I know I might have people in it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it's like, so I feel compelled and I kind of attribute that more to my inferior Effie at that point. I am a little bit insecure and I need to, I actually feel compelled to make it minimally decorated for the people that are going to walk in the doors and judge me.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's a really good point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise though, I just, for the most part, it's like, I want my environment to be navigable or whatever. I want to walk around easily without running into things, otherwise I don't care too much about decoration and (laughs) all of that.
0: That's good of you, <laughs> that, that's um yeah functional over fashionable. That's great. And I, yeah, I noticed that difference too. Like it's normally the ESFPs or the ISFPs, especially the ISFPs um, mm-hmm. that care about aesthetics. Yeah, in terms of the SE stereotype. And so how about any other points?
1: People tend to think we have no emotions and no values. No values is a big one that people think is like, which is mostly because we tend to keep them to ourselves for the most part. Because I go back to we are controlling ourselves and not you. <laughs> so our values usually, but although really the values tend to be tied to a feeling function, and our feeling function is inferior. So unless you trigger my FE, you're not really going to hear a lot about it mm-hmm. for the most part. But people think because of that, I think they think that the TI dominants and the IFCPs, like just don't have them. <laughs> and I think there is a certain strain where that will be true. Like you see all the fictional characters where they're very... TIs will be morally gray and that's like their trope. Where they have no side and they just kind of the rogue, you know, any side they want to be on at the time. But that's not necessarily true to all TI users. We do have values and we do have emotions. We just kind of keep them in our heads.
0: Yeah. So it's like you have values and emotions. It's just in in your head. <laughs> and and so how does it differ from FI?
1: Well, I think it also depends on how secure of an FI user you get. So I know some of the
0: FI users
1: can get very accidentally judgmental when you kind of, cause they're, cause I think with the dominant feeling function, it can be easier to trigger them sometimes because that's like the forefront of their mind. So I know of Chris, they have that inferior TE that does want some kind of control. So sometimes that'll kind of come out a little bit, but they, they tend to be a little bit more straight. Like they, they tend to come out with their values easier. I found out. For the most part, which is not necessarily I mean, they're judgmental, but, you know.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And so, Mara, I was wondering, how do the functions show up in your life? Let's start with your dominant function, TI, introverted thinking. Can you tell me a bit about that and your experience? Oh,
1: the hardest one to explain. <laughs> well, like, it, it was funny because you sent me a list of questions and I was running through them. And the first thing that came with TI was my brain won't shut off. Okay, I can't do more than that. <laughs> but it's like with, with TI, I feel like and I'm not saying that other people aren't, you know, thinking all the time, but it's like, I feel like I'm constantly processing something like I, what I hear or what, what's going on. I'm constantly processing something in my head to figure out what to do with it, where it goes, you know, like I'll hear something and I need to judge the validity of it. I, all I'm, like, I don't all information is information, even if it's wrong which is kind of a weird statement, but like, I'll hear what someone says and filter th- what they're saying through how, how I know they are. Like say when someone's talking about somebody else and I know how they tend to view that person, so I filter out certain things and pull the information from it that I need and that goes into my little Jenga block. Or, tower, Jenga, tower. And I, So, pe- I always read the descriptions where people said it was like a framework and categorization of data and so like that. I used to go, well, SI categorizes, TI doesn't really categorize. I used to think, oh, that's the INTs. Well, actually, I realized that wasn't true. Because so I do categorize what I'm hearing, but it's not necessarily as conscious, I think, as it is for some people. So I'll kind of realize it after the fact. Like I've always used TI as kind of a puzzle. Like where, where do where do we put it? Where does it fit? What can I do with this? Do I have to reject it?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like we'll kind of TI will kind of overthink things, but only to a certain degree. Because as an ISP, I do have SE, so eventually I will kick out of analysis mode into action and I can't just sit there in my analytical mode for too long. But I know like a a lot of introverts are inside the head a lot anyway, and that's the same with your TI doms. Even though they have that SE, you have to run it first, we will still run it before we go into action. Mm -hmm. and Then we need everything to be Consistent. So, like, I noticed, like, in college projects back when I was in college, I would get, I would be working on a project, and I would, the project, it would technically find the way it was, but I would be getting, I would feel really bugged. <laughs> like, something's not right. Something's not right. And I would just sit there and have to run, run it, run it and go, why isn't this right? And I couldn't actually move forward to the next step of the project until I figured out what was wrong. And then it, I'm the one instance I'm thinking of it as a group project. I think they were kind of looking at me like it's fine, (laughs) but I mean I wasn't necessarily holding anyone up so I just sat there on my little park like it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, why is it wrong and then I finally figured it out and fixed it. and felt better and then we won the big group project. But yeah, (laughs) got out of the final. <laughs> but yeah, it was like there's TI needs it to be like there there can't be holes, it has to all fit together, we can't oh we don't always necessarily know why it doesn't fit. But we have to sit there and obsess over why, why doesn't it work, what's wrong with it, even though it's technically fine, what's wrong with it?
0: Yeah, that is so true. Congrats on the group project. And, and so I noticed like with TI, it kind of gets stuck until it solves the, the part of the puzzle that it's looking at. So it's like, I'm going to stay and obsess over this one spot because this needs to make sense for the rest of the parts to make sense too. And so, hmm. yeah, mm-hmm, that consistency.
1: <laughs> yeah. And TE is going, let's just finish it. We need to get it done. We need to move forward. TI is like, no, it's not right. Stop.
0: <laughs> it's oh, not man. right here.
1: We can't build on top of this. We can't.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Anything else on TI? Um, there's the reinvent the wheel that we're known for doing. Which basically we have to to feel like I understand something, I have to essentially well build it from the ground up, not but yeah, it's like I had to actually understand how it works and why it's doing that and how to actually recreate it. Like I have a tendency I got into websites, like making websites like 10 years ago or so, just as like a hobby. And I basically had to learn, I learned how to build them from scratch. And that's what I did for the longest time. And I hated the idea of using some of the pre-made stuff that would be easier. But it's like, but I I don't, I need to understand everything. I need to actually like recreate it myself, which ends up working really well in the long run, because now I can break apart everything else. But. (laughs) related to that but But yeah so otherwise unless i feel like i completely understand it then i feel absolutely no confidence in it whatsoever so i'll have a really hard time being confident about a subject or whatever it may be if i don't feel like i know everything that i need you know i need all the pieces
0: Uh Mm uh-huh yeah and that's why like you guys have to reinvent the wheel because it's like needed for you to make it your own understanding so then you can be confident about it otherwise uh-huh. like, you, you, you can't just take logic for what someone gives it to you like you have to actually understand it on your own
1: <laughs> yeah I see some people and they can just say something very confident like even though I know that they don't know as much as they think they know like you know they, they're but they're saying repeating this thing that someone else said and I just can't do that like if I said it, it would probably come out all week and mousy because I just, I can't be confident in it until I've done that and really looked into it and rebuilt it in my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. It's kind of like tragic in a sense because then like the IPs are the ones who are always doubting themselves while like someone else is saying their confident opinion and being so wrong. And then I'm like, oh, I wish like ICs would say more because at least like they would be more right than the person who's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not sure that we're completely right, so we just can't say anything. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, And so anything else on T.I.?
1: So, yeah, like you said, because of that, it takes us a real long time to be certain about anything and certain in my brain is not a hundred percent. You know, 95. <laughs> <laughs> there always is that little room of, I might be wrong, something yeah. else will come along and this, this, maybe I'll have to re refigure it out or, so it's really hard. Certainties can be very difficult, absolutely difficult. We do, like I said earlier, we do a lot of backpedaling. So people will sometimes take that wrong. But, and then Chris is probably the theater at the, kind of, but TI can be accidentally sharp and mean because we're not as concerned about the emotional implications of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which for me is like, that'll get, what'll happen for me is that I'll just be talking to someone and I'm just saying something in my mind, if this is just logical and I'm not realizing necessarily who I'm saying it to. So it's like the words will come out of my mouth and then I'll re- then I'll realize, wait a minute. Oops. So <laughs> you like realize how that sounded now that it left my mouth and um, now I need to figure out how to backpedal out of <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I had an INTP call his T.I., like an F.E., like when he says something, it's kind of like he accidentally creates a social cr- like, crime scene, so like, he sees everyone's reactions, and now it's like a social crime scene. It's like, oh no, <laughs> everyone's reacting, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, what was it, What something I said? Was it, was it how I said it? Was it, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's cool. So Mara, you said the word backpedaling. And this is something that's I've only heard you say it in the community. So it's a very unique thought that you have. Um, and it's really correct. And so I was wondering if we could talk a little bit more about that. I think there's a specific way you can tell ISTP speech pattern through their backpedaling. Because like there are certain things they'll say that are indicative of it. Mara, you mentioned how they'll go like, maybe... Like, they'll, they'll say... Oh, the qualifiers, yeah. Qualifiers. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And that's really any, any well, really the DOM TIs would do it the most. But yeah, we all, we're just... Because we don't like certainties <laughs> and we want to leave room for error because something else might come along to completely re-change everything. It's like, you get a lot of the maybes. Probably, they think so. Um, I don't even remember that there's, there's a lot you can potentially use. But... <laughs> But it's all because we don't want to state absolute. Nothing should be absolute. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> so, you know, that's an extreme. Some things are absolute, but you know, it's we don't want to have to commit to it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny.
1: Which that's I literally will write my articles and then I'll have to go back through sometimes and kind of do I have to weed some of this out? because I like leave some of it in there because I want to really room for error. There's a lot you know, personality theory isn't very absolute. You have the exceptions and the deviations and like there are obviously there are certain rules and like I kind of will make comments to people that if you go too far out of the box then you're well, if you're too far out of your own box, you're in the wrong box. So there are lines, <laughs> they do exist. But there are always going to be those little inconsistencies because, you know, you might be ra- been raised by a different personality type, influenced by this one over here, picked up different habits. So I like to leave some room for error, but then I don't want to sit there and have too many probably babies. I think so, hopefully. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, man. ISTPs and their qualifiers. That's lovely. And so my next question for you, Mara, is uh, what is your experience with SE, your auxiliary function extroverted sensing?
1: Well SE would be the need to basically go into action. Is also I, I think the core of SE that people don't always people want want to make that out to be athletics and all that, like very physical things, but really SE is about about reaction. Action and reaction like in the moment right now. So like I can't keep I can't keep everything up here. I have to do it. <clears throat> have to eventually put into action like i am not happy just thinking about something i'll think about it enough to give myself a starting point and then i want to start now and start actually doing the thing so i can see the thing come into reality which can sometimes mean that's where you kind of get impulsiveness coming in sometimes you'll launch into something a little sooner than you're ready to and then you end up having to retrace a bunch of steps because you didn't quite think it through enough and you missed some things mm-hmm but, like, I, I think that actually kind of gives ISPs kind of a, a leg up in some, some things because we won't necessarily overthink things for too long. So, because yeah, because we won't I, overthink as much as, say, the INTPs will. Like, we need to actually start doing it eventually. So, eventually, SE is going to kick in and force whatever TI is thinking about into actual, the actual real world. And then let's see, we are bored by pretty much any conversation or discussion that I don't, well, I mean, obviously I I like talking to people, making friends, whatever, but, (laughs) but like I, I don't, I'm bored by like theoretical discussions that serve no value. Like if I don't see a value in this, why are we talking about it (laughs) and and sort of like why are we talking about doing the thing why don't we do the thing instead of just talking about doing the thing i grew up around a lot of annies like i kind of mentioned earlier and they will just especially my brother just like just start talking at you <laughs> and you just keep going and keep going and i'm just saying like, can i escape sometime? Like, I'm, like, waiting for my way out <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. It's not useful. I'm bored now. Can I leave? <laughs> yeah. But people mix that up and think, okay, well, we, we're not theoretical. We're not interested in anything theoretical, which that's not true. There is theory that serves value. Like, typology in my brain has value, ergo, I will theorize about that all day long because I see it as useful. But just theory for sake of theory is not not we or engaging <laughs> <laughs> is the better word and so let's see se is also as i kind of said earlier is day by day so i cannot think that far ahead not really like i'm usually yeah i don't feel like i go much more than a few days ahead i mean I'll, I'll make plans with someone obviously and put it on my calendar But i'm not thinking about it until like that day or the previous or the day before or whatever and like even like with stress like, I just remember this one time, there was something coming up that next week that was really, really stressful for me. So in my brain, I know it's happening. I'm probably not going to worry about it till the day it comes. Yet at the same time, I logically know that this is a really stressful thing, even if I haven't registered those emotions yet. So I'll, like, it'll, my life will stop right there. <laughs> like, there is no life beyond this point. <laughs> Even though I'm not yet worried, I'm not yet stressing, but life ends on Wednesday. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know if that's like bad in I or what, but no, my life is ending on Wednesday, but that's okay. I'm still fine. <laughs> but that's kind of like why I can't, like, I don't like thinking about too many things. It's like I think about my one step that I'm on right now and not all the steps. But all the steps ahead. So I'll have a lot of different people like, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Have you? No. No, we're not thinking about that. We're thinking about this. Just this, only this. Stop talking to me about all those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, SE is like com- very present and like you-, you take away being present if you think about too many other things that have nothing to do with the present. So you, you think about what's relevant to-, to the present and that's a really great <laughs> skill you have. <laughs> Which is why I feel like an Essie user, I mean a
1: healthy one obviously, is not going to get very easily overwhelmed. Because yes. it's be much more natural for us to block out everything else and just focus on one thing at a time. We're going to deal with the one stressful thing at a time and then slowly work our way through everything and not worry about everything simultaneously.
0: That's an amazing point, Mara. Ten out of ten. <laughs> and then let's see. When I am socializing,
1: I need to be doing something. That's probably why I'm down here twisting my, my thing the whole time. But like, for instance, on a more practical level, I guess when I say I go I go to a, I go to a place or like gathering yeah, or there's much people, I have to go to where like say the coffee is. Let me get a drink. Let me get something to do and socialize with the people while I'm getting my coffee or whatever it may be. Like I actually need to find something physical, quote unquote, you know, physical to do while, and that'll make it a lot easier for me to actually talk to you. That kind of I don't know maybe keeps my mind somewhat. Yeah. Unless I'm really, really comfortable with someone. Like, if, like, say, like a family member I've known all my life, I won't necessarily feel the need to be doing something the i talking to them. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's why it was always easier for me to say, like, when I was in college, talk to the person next to me during class when I shouldn't have been talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we are bonding over activity right now. <laughs> if I can't find activity, it can be kind of hard to connect with someone.
0: Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Why is that?
1: I just think it goes back to Essie wants to do something, so let me go find someone to do the thing with, and now I'll feel like we bonded. And so usually it's like we have the friend that we do this with, and the friend that we do that with.
0: <laughs> That's really cool. So so SPs like they're called the playmates so I thought about what you said now and it was like doing something with someone. So that's, that's what they meant by that. And I'm like, Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So my, my ISFP friend that we mentioned earlier, whenever she comes over, we find a new coffee shop to go to. That is a thing that we do every time. Let's find a new coffee shop to go check out. And then we will will sit there and drink our coffee and socialize with coffee.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, Mara. And, and it makes me think about how a way to bond with an ISTP or an SP is like to go to new experiences with them. Mm-hmm. And so, life hack, if if you if you want to become an SP's friend or a lover, <laughs> take them up for new experiences. It'd be easier that way to gain rapport. <laughs> yeah, so
1: I think people want to make it all about, you know, skydiving or mountain climbing and stuff like that, but not necessarily cuz we're not all doing that in real life. I mean, I'm pretty sure skydive expensive. I mean, <laughs> just practical here. It's just about doing something when you want to go out and do something.
0: Awesome. And so any other points for Essie? Essie wants experiences, but it's not picky.
1: which is a big difference between Essie and SI. Oh. SI wants like the perfect experience, which is why they'll overplan it down to the smallest detail and they, they want it to be perfect the first time. Whereas SE just wants to do it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it was a cool thing that we did, even though it failed.
0: That that was an amazing point, Mara. Like it, SE wants experiences, but it's not picky. And that's like the primary differentiator between like SI and SE. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'll make the crack
1: that like, I, I'll, I need to make every mistake once. <laughs> Which is like I mean that no don't take that too extreme, but it's like I'm not as worried about just doing something and it going wrong. It's like, eh, I'll do the thing, it'll be fine, and oh well. <laughs> Whereas I think your SI users are they get kind of worried like it's gonna mess up or I failed.
0: Yeah. So, Se takes its sensory failures l- more lightly because it's like, oh, I can just get another experience. Like, I'm not that picky. I just, yeah. So it's yeah. There's a not- workout next time. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't really do routines. Like, I will literally, I I will start with a routine and go, yeah, I'm gonna do this thing. It'll be good. And then, like a week later, okay, I can't do that anymore. I'm bored. It's like because at a certain point the routine becomes too routine. Like now, I now it's just now it's work. Now, this is work, and I can't handle this anymore. And I got to like purposely switch things up and do them different now. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then let's see, I am motivated by either competition or tangible rewards. I think that's all I see as well. So I need something physical (laughs) to motivate me if I because if it's not achievable, then I'm not motivated anymore. So that was I would do really good in in college, like with some projects like that. When I knew when I knew being the top final or being the top project in the class got me out of the final, I was I was all in. (laughs) Now I'd work as hard as I possibly could. Otherwise, I was like otherwise I wanted my A's. But I knew an A at a 92.5 and that's all I was striving for <laughs> I was never perfectionist. like I don't need the 100 I just need the a and an a is a 92.5 so I went to one of those stupid private colleges that had the plus minus system <laughs> that's wonderful I think a lot of se users are kind of hands-on learners mm-hmm. that was always the same for me visual hands-on I had the heart and I and I'm, I'm not this type of stuff is only gonna it's not necessarily gonna ring true for all everyone, but like because I'm kind of an extreme, I can't do auditory learning at all. And I've noticed I've noticed any users tend to be able to a lot better. And I don't know if that's a pattern as a whole or just my small little set of people. But like I I literally am so auditory like dumb, like I can <laughs> I don't like watching YouTube videos because there's noise and it's talking to me. And if I read the thing that I'm listening to, I will process it it in reading, but I will not process it listening to it. Now I've caught myself literally like, I'll read something and go, I just watched that. I guess I did just watch that. That's interesting. Like I won't actually register until I've read it. (laughs) I go, I guess I did say that on that video. I could have figured this out by now. Oops.
0: Mara, I'd like to ask you about your third function. What is your experience with introverted intuition? So like the first thing I think about with I
1: is I think I think it was my warning bells. So to give an example that I kind of hesitated about giving, but back in the ISTP panel, you said you out, you're asking about instruments that people play and everyone's coming out with instruments. I play two instruments. I wasn't about to say anything because something my brain went and then you tried to make everyone play the outro. And I'm like yes, I'm so glad I didn't say anything, <laughs> because I am not a spotlight person, and <laughs> but I would have felt all the iffy pressure to do it. <laughs> That's just like I guess it's a very simple example. So sometimes it's like something in my head would go, "No, you don't want to say that. This is a trap. Don't do that." <laughs> and then all then the all there Sure enough, yeah, that was a trap. Not that I'm like saying you were, I'm not saying that at all, but <laughs> something in my brain was going, I don't think I want to admit this, this might not work to my advantage.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, your tertiary and I is like forecasting implications. You're like, this might have implications if I say this, so I might not say it. <laughs>
1: yeah, or this person wants me to say this, I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, as low and I, I'm not super confident in what my NI tells me necessarily. So I'm not out here, like, verbalizing all my predictions. Like, I'll have them in my brain go, huh, that might be going there. But I don't really give it too much thought because I'm not going to be that confident in that. It's my tertiary functions. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I'll just leave that alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm very, very rarely surprised by anything is very, very rare. And I think part of that plays into TI because I'm not, I don't look at people and filter them through any kind of idealistic lens. And I don't make any judgments on it either. Like, I mean, not really. I may make judges on them for me to know personally, like this person is gonna do X and that's bad for me, so I need to stay away from them. Like th- that kind of judgments that might affect me, but I'm not really like filtering people through lenses or making like, a set, this is who they are type of judgment. So I just, I see what they're doing and I just kind of register it's more information. So when usually like someone will do something, everyone's shocked, like how could they have done that? I'm kind of going, oh, well, that makes sense. So I didn't necessarily think, you know, because you know, the forked path, I didn't necessarily know if they were going to go here or there, but when they choose either or, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. I I can see the potential for that happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course... Like, I'll kind of jump to conclusions about things. Like, so when I go to type characters in movies and stuff, and even people, it's like, I'll get my NI impression about someone or a character or something like that, and I jump to that. But because it's NI, and I think this is a big difference between NI and NE, I've learned, especially with having the blog and having to account for different options, I I will jump to my conclusion that I've had to force myself to... Expand out. Okay, don't think too hard about that. Look at these other options. Why can't it be these other options? I've had to force myself to account for these other things, but my ni automatically wants to jump into. Oh, there it is. this. I know they're this. It just, it just, it just makes sense. there this.
0: What I hear you saying, Mara, is that like. And I will, will jump to a conclusion. So it'll try to have its own conclusion. But, but then from that, it might work off of that. Cause it knows that it might be wrong, but it's like that initial and impression like mm-hmm. that it starts with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I've noticed as someone with an eye, I, I have to, and I don't know if this is true for the dominance, but I have to work backwards sometimes. It's like, I jump to my, my, what I think is the right thing. And now I have to actually work backwards to find the logic to support that thing.
0: Yeah. I relate to that.
1: <laughs> and so then, like,
0: I hate open-ended
1: questions, <laughs> which I know you ask a lot, but I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> but, like, back in the IRC panel, you said, what's your idea of a perfect day? And a lot of us were, like, the day that we can do whatever we want. That's our answer. <laughs> it's like, I'm one of those, like, if you give me a vague answer, I'm going to give one right back, because I don't know what to tell you beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> like people used to ask questions like, "So, how was your trip?" Like, I went on this vlog. How was your trip? Good. <laughs> My mother would be like, "You need to ask her more specific questions." <laughs> <laughs> I think it i has to do with also the word translation struggles that ICPs have with the ti, and you kind of said that earlier. Mm-hmm. So we kind of keep quiet because it's just too much work to figure out how to say that. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, so another thing I've noticed is that, which is a big difference between IETPs and ISTPs. I know I'm constantly contrasting, but <laughs> the as an ISTP, I really don't care that much about semantics. And I know some people like to make that TI, like TI cares about semantics, but I don't think that's true. I think SI cares about semantics. I will very, I have no problem saying the wrong thing if I know the person will interpret it right. Like, I have, like, says, like, for instance, I'm kind of in the tech community, and I will sometimes say something to someone who's not technical in a way that they will understand it, even though it's technically wrong, and that's fine with me. Or they'll say something to me that's technically wrong, but I know that they're, that'll actually lead them to do the right thing, so I'm fine. It's like, I feel no need to correct them. No need to, as long as they're they going to ultimately go to the right area, do the right thing, not screw up, or whatever, it's perfectly fine with me if you have you know, te- technically an incorrect understanding or your wording's a little bit off, doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a really good good differentiation. Like SI cares about semantics and SE less likely so very much. And, and yeah. I, 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 <laughs> well, I yeah. do not know that someone
1: has the meaning right. It's like, if you have the meaning right, then you're fine.
0: Yeah, if the NI meaning is right, then the, the SI semantics can be off. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why there's so many communication issues between ISTPs and ISTJs. <laughs> 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 it's <a> girl, Ryan, because <laughs> we just have completely different thought systems. <laughs> I'm over here like I just can't pull the exacts and he wants the exacts, <laughs> the exact information.
0: <laughs> as long as the ambiguity is pointed in the right direction, it's fine, Ryan. <laughs> long you I know what you're saying,
1: I'm good! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's so
1: funny. I do need to have goals to be productive, but they can't be too specific. And they will only go so far ahead. Like, I'm more of a, the next goal, the next step, that's kind of S.E. But I, so I will have a general ID in my head. So in this, which is probably in, I have all the things that need to happen that just kind of were thrown at me for whatever the reason like people are saying well this or that and i'll kind of find see ideas that people have and i'll kind of throw it into my metaphorical pile of things that probably eventually need to happen but i won't necessarily order them until i'm i'm at the next one so as i come to the next step it's my oh, my finish one step like, okay let's look at my pile of stuff which one's next <laughs> so it's kind of like the fuzzy vague it's a goal but i'm not thinking too far ahead <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and i being fuzzy vague and nebulous (laughs) yeah yeah and i don't necessarily know if you as in if an in
1: dog actually sees more of the path like i don't know if you see more of a a
0: straightforward path this is how i'm going to get to there so for me i have like this this vague meaning that i'm directed towards but i don't care how it, it really gets accomplished but i i know that I'm going to stay on that path of getting it accomplished. And so like, it's kind of like the, the thing itself doesn't matter, but the, the staying on path matters. And I have a very clear sense of path, <laughs> not, not physical steps. I, I do have physical steps, but they're, they're malleable depending on like the vision is what matters. Like I want, I want to stay true to, to the vision and then everything else is debatable. I mean, everything else is negotiable. See, I did the lack of semantics. <laughs> <laughs> do you
1: have it overthought the steps? Basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, any other points?
1: Maybe it's Essie, but Ryan made a comment at one point that I'm really good at knowing when it's time to do something, like when the opportunity or the context is right to do something. Actually, launch into action. I think that might be a combination of the two. But like I usually like I guess I usually know when things are lining up just right. Oh it's time to do this. Or oh this because every now and then it's oh this might happen. Like but yeah if I'm yeah. just that confident about it, which isn't very often.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so like another another maybe example of low confidence in my name, but this is also kind of F E which we're about to get into anyway, probably, is I had this one coworker years ago a few years back she walks into my cube and there was this joke running around the intern office which i was not an intern but i, I dealt a lot with them mm-hmm. and she made this joke like i need can you download more ram for my computer <laughs> if you know anything about technology that's nothing but can you download more ram for my computer and i heard it and i had heard the joke before and so my brain was but my, but she said it so flat-faced that I just kind of stared at her, thinking, okay, is she joking? Should I laugh? If she's not joking, I'll offend her if I laugh. I hurt her feelings. <laughs> and so I just sat there, and I think it was kind of a TI and loop, with a little bit of fear, FE happening. Like, I was sitting there looking, I was looking for something in her face, <laughs> some kind of indication that this is a joke. But it was like, she was so flat, and I just sat there and stared at her. That's like, literally, I was stuck just staring at her, like, do I laugh? Do I say something? Do I just say no? Like, <laughs> Until finally she said, I'm joking. <laughs> I was literally stuck in free freeze mode, staring at her after she said this. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I really hope she's joking. I don't think she's that stupid, but I don't know. <laughs> <What is this? laughs> a small person had a chance she might be stupid but she shouldn't because she's a technological person so it was like I feel like my in I wanted to say that this is a joke but my Effie was like but there's no signs that this is a joke and so I was just stuck and I couldn't and finally she had to
0: free me from it
1: because I literally just stared at her
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny oh man um yeah that's a interesting example (laughs) and so any others that's about it, I think. So that brings us to your last function, Mara, your FE, extroverted feeling. What is your experience with your extroverted feeling?
1: <sighs> well, I wrote a big, long article on that once. It's it big. But um, so that inferior FE is just all, it's, it's very much about social insecurities. So I feel like one of, I think one of inferior FE's biggest in many ways is social failure essentially so it's like I want I I want to actually you know I want to be able to interact socially and go to these different events or whatever it may be and be able to do it right but then I'm very insecure about my ability to do it right especially when it's like so just stupid things like when they have dress codes I will get caught on what does the dress code mean like what am i allowed to wear what am i supposed to wear (laughs) i hate i hate costume parties i just utterly hate things i don't want to have to pick out a costume and then be judged for it i just i want no (laughs) and i'm really bad like with people give me gifts and having to produce the emotional reaction that they want like that's just, for me, it's an all around stressful event. I'm pretty sure in Mexico, because I went to Mexico and they told me that they don't actually open their gifts in front of the guests. I'm like, that's perfect. Why don't we do that? Why mm-hmm. <laughs> like, can't we just take all our gifts home and open them later? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, but it's really, I mean, the fear I FE it's just hard to respond right sometimes hard to produce what someone wants. Sometimes we're very, very flat-faced people, mm-hmm. especially if like, like I said, I will be energized, energized by like action. and I'll get, I, I can go from really, really quiet and really, really flat and there's just nothing here, nothing's going on. It's you know, what, from what you can tell to I'm suddenly now very loud and involved in, in whatever's going on. And so I really have like the polar opposites that will happen which I think so sometimes I've kind of put off some people because this just was re- recently I moved a couple years ago. And so I was around this new group of people and then someone was telling me like, I have people coming up to me and they don't know what to do with you. <laughs> like they just can't, they can't figure you out. And they just don't <laughs> like, I always kind of laughed at some people when they try to make a certain type out to be more mysterious than the other. And you just can't, We're just, you just can't understand us. We're too deep and too unreadable and blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here going, no one can ever read me. (laughs) They try and they just can't. And I don't, this is not even their fault. I'm just, I go flat and there's nothing there. And then people just don't know how to handle me. Or maybe they think that I'm mad at them sometimes. Because if I'm thinking about something, I have the critical face on. And so I'll go from really critical because I'm not actually they t- looking at anyone, but then when they, I realize that, that they all try to smile. It's like, it's like a robot, it's like, oh, someone's looking at me, smile. <laughs> <laughs> like having to consciously tell myself, it's time to smile now and look friendly. <laughs> <laughs> and also like, if inferior feeds, it causes like delayed emotional reactions, like just beyond what I was just describing, but like when Something happens. It'll take me a while to register how I feel about it emotionally so that I'm getting upset way later. It's like this happened hours ago. This happened days ago. Like <laughs> so I once had something happen, but it was like a multi-faceted thing or something. I don't know how to say that exactly, but and so I can only deal with one thing at a time. <laughs> so I literally dealt with one thing one day. And I was swearing up and down that these things don't bother me. The other ones are fine. I'm good with those. This is the one that's bothering me, just this one, only this one. It was probably the most minor one out of all the things. Like, I focused all on the thing. <laughs> and then the next day, i was like, oh, I'm totally fine with that thing. Now I'm upset about this one. And it completely threw someone I was with for a loop because they were, like, seeing this happen, but wait, what? She said, oh, okay, I guess this means I have to wait for her to make it through all the things. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't think she has to go through all the things. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But well, I think yeah. I, that's when I actually learned a lot more about my fear, FE because I'd never done that before. Like I'd never been in that situation before to actually watch how delayed it actually could be. But yeah, but on a more, I guess, on a more mischievous note, there's also the fact that it's fun getting reactions out of people sometimes, or at least really seeing their reactions. It's like, drama can be amusing if I'm not involved in it. (laughs) As long as it's not affecting me and I'm not somehow responsible for it or anything, it's fun to watch. Yeah, so I was in camp once as a counselor, and there was tons of drama that I was pulled into, and it was very stressful when that happened. Like, I actually noticed something interesting happen. I went very se to pull mm-hmm. out of my stress mode
0: mm-hmm.
1: which i thought which was very strange to me because i kind of realized this is what se doubt is i feel like all the time because something that usually would have stressed me out like something physical like when we repel like repelling off a cliff or something which usually mm-hmm. would kind of be i'm not big on heights it mm-hmm. actually was 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 free <laughs> and relaxing because it distracted my brain from the drama that was stressing me out that i had been sucked into somehow <laughs> Which is not, usually I'm very good at staying out of drama. Because I think as a low FE, as a fear FE and and whatever, I'm very, very good at staying out of it. But it was those situations where I was one of the more senior counselors and I got sucked into it. Because I just happened to be there and I had to moderate something, or I was friends with the person that was having problems and it was just, as long as I'm not involved, it can be very entertaining. And I think I think IFCBs can be very mischievous because of that. <laughs> I think the ni doesn't help. The ni just plays right into all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like I was when I was a kid. I was very I don't know. I wasn't like a huge prankster, but sometimes I would kind of do things just to get the reactions out of like my siblings or something.
0: <laughs> oh my, that's so true. Any other ideas? Mm.
1: And of course like Effie tends to be looking for reactions to mirror. So I'm looking, like I was saying the other one I was looking for a cue. <laughs> looking for a cue to how to act. Which I mean this is also this is probably higher F- well, it's kind of kind of mentioned this to a friend once and they looked at me like, Really? What one weight I've noticed it kind of spot Effie even sometimes as if it's lower, I just made this, and it's kind of simplistic, but I, it was, I was like, just smile and see if they smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very simplistic, but that typically, usually your FEs will naturally want to mirror the attitude. That's even if you yes. will do it somewhat. Cause if inferior FE, well, it m- might not necessarily be good at that, if it, if, it usually will try when I see some people coming off as just really like they hold the flat robotic thing for too long, I'm just like, hmm. Eventually F E should kind of kick in here and you should kind of be able, to, that's why me and you've been seeing giggling the whole time. I mean <laughs> <laughs> like I I guess I am very I, I noticed that with I think with the inferior Effie, I am very confident in myself by myself. It's when people get involved that the set starts to kind of disappear and mm-hmm. That's when they'll make me start, I guess, que- start questioning myself, even though I'm not questioning, say my competence, at least in my, like say my TI and all that jazz, but I don't start feeling insecure until it's provoked by everyone else. So if I get alone, I'm perfectly calm and confident. And whereas I think some people need to actually get around the other people to kind of boost them up, because I'm literally probably just the opposite. If I get alone, <laughs> I can go right back to completely confident. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> it's funny because you're you're right. FE users want to mirror your your emotions that you're you're sending out. <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for the guests that I've had on, when they're TP and I I start giggling, they have to like there's a delay time with the TPs. That's why, and I notice it. So so or or maybe not like like you'll laugh, Mara, but you'll wait a while before you start laughing, and then I'm like
1: I hey, have to process <laughs> what you said. <laughs> 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 yeah but yeah. so the people who actually kind of freak me out the most I guess that's a little bit exaggerated, dramatized but there was this one time where my mother came to me and said this person's upset with you or something like that like they're upset with you or what I don't remember exactly what the situation was but I was like really like it completely blew me away and I'm, I don't typically I've never had that problem like I at least to my knowledge I can usually tell when I'm not. Someone doesn't like me, or that doesn't mean I know. Doesn't mean I know what to do about it. But I can tell if they don't like me. I can tell if they're not responding to me. I, you know, I can tell usually. But she came to me and said, "This person is think thinks you hate them, or thinks you do, or whatever it was." And I was just really, and it just kind of like it just kind of threw me off completely. And I was just like going, "How did this happen? Like, how did I not?" How, and, because usually I can tell that actually bo- people like that kind of just because I don't know how many people have actually run across like that in my life that I just didn't know, but that deeply bothers me that I would I could miss it. Like, that really really bothers me that I they could manage to slip by my radar and that I had I could have no clue.
0: Then it makes you parano- paranoid of all the other times that is slipped by your radar, but you didn't know.
1: Yeah. Because I want to be like, I want to be like, no, this never happens. It's just just this one person. But then I go, but do I really know that? I can't really know that because I didn't know and I can't know what I don't know. And it's just, and it, actually just it just really bothered me because I want to know so I can fix the behavior. Because I'm completely relying on those reactions to know what to do.
0: And if I can't read you, then that's a problem. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you're looking for the reactions to know how to, like, socially behave. But but if you don't know what's happening with the reactions, then how do you know how to behave? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm so- trying, people! I'm trying! <laughs> <laughs> My last question for you is, what advice would you give to Ice TVs or a younger version of yourself? So one of the problems
1: I had specifically which I guess this ties into Fear FE, So right back there. But as so I had, I know inferior FE is known for basically bottling things up and exploding. So like, I remember I had this problem cause it really goes two different directions. And I, I learned that because so it was my sister, like she's an INFP and we have a good relationship. So I should probably say that first, we have a good relationship, but back when we were teenagers, <laughs> um, there are things that she did that would bother me and really, really irritate me, and I, but I didn't necessarily want to deal with it, so I just kind of buried it. I just wouldn't think about it. So that went on for a long, 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 long time. And then after, as longer that went, every little thing that she did would just, just blow, like, blowing up a portion, but I wasn't necessarily blowing up in her face. It was staying all internal, but I just kept getting madder and madder and madder and madder and madder. And madder. <laughs> So I basically, I think I didn't necessarily hate my sister, but I just, I I was very just, I did not like her. Like I'm very irritated with you. But then I had, I hit this point where I had to stop and think about it and go, why, why does this bother me? Why do I care? This is the stupidest Meyer thing. And I had to kind of trace back all the things. And then I finally had to walk up to her and be like, okay, this is not your fault. <laughs> it was, I was doing this very like, very, very like flat logical, like, this is not your fault. I'm not like you didn't know, because I've never told you these things, so I've never actually confronted you with anything, but I really don't like these things that you do. And I laid them out in order <laughs> for her. Like, these are the, all the things that we have problems with, and I'm, I'm just trying to fix our relationships. Like, I'm trying to talk to the INFP. I'm just trying to fix our relationship. It's not your fault. And then, and then she, she was fine. She's like, okay. <laughs> But I guess from that, I learned that, I learned that I actually had to deal with things as they happened. Because otherwise, you're gonna bottle it all up and gonna explode it out everywhere, that's eventually. Eventually, it's just gonna explode out everywhere. And I, I think that, I know there are some, like I was never necessarily very, very conflict avoided, but that's kind of what I did there. And I think some people think that maybe that, that may, I don't know, maybe people think that I get Too conflict provoking. Like, I don't think I typically have that problem, but I've learned now to actually deal with something as it happens because the explosion now is gonna be way less bad than the explosion later. (laughs) And so that for me, like for other ISPs, like I would say you want to actually deal with things now as they actually, once you process them, obviously, but (laughs) like they actually need to be dealt with before you actually, because it's gonna go two directions either. The inferior FE will get really, really apathetic. Cause it's basically gonna pull away from everything, or it's gonna get do that really, really bad explosion. In my case, I got kind of bitter <laughs> 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 and detached essentially, because I pulled away from that relationship. Cause now I just I just hate this person for no logical, rational reason. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I learned. I think I know a lot of the I know it's a lot of TI doms and maybe other types might do too. You get the, I mean, and I know it attitude, which I'll still kind of make that crack, but that doesn't necessarily be a, a lifestyle. Like, <laughs> like you actually need to actually learn how to use the FE and interact with people and be friendly and be nice and process things. and.
0: Yeah. That's really good advice. It's like y- you guys, um, might have a delayed emotional reaction, but instead of delaying it, try to deal with it like now before it like blows up <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fix relationships. <laughs> yes, good advice, Mara. Any other? Everyone needs goals and I think, and ICPs,
1: I think is the same way because at that SE just wants to stay now and float and let me do whatever I want to do right now. So like that, mm-hmm. whereas we all need to have goals and you have something to focus on to move you forward. Because mm-hmm. I, I always needed, like like I said, I can't think too far ahead, so you need to find a goal, generally speaking, something to work forward to now to keep yourself moving forward. So you don't just live entirely in the now and never go anywhere. That is so true. A big problem with SE, we just sometimes you just don't go anywhere, you just sit in the now. And on a very minor note, I've seen ICPs try to use their type as an excuse for being bad at school. And well, obviously, I know some people just don't do as well in school as others, but I do find that a little bit irritating because ICPs can do just fine in school if they actually try, and I think some people want to use it as an excuse. The uh, yeah. uh, school system just wasn't made for me, or something. It was like, well, then go find a way around the school system. <laughs> like when I was in college, I always my my examples always go back to college, but when I was in college. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm not auditory, so I probably didn't hear eighty percent of what the professor said. I went home, read the textbook. <laughs> it's like, I, and I would do online classes if I could, it's,
0: I don't need <laughs> you to talk to me. But, but, but it was like, it's like if it's not working, go find something that works. Don't use your type as a crutch. Like you can find a workaround, whatever situation, no matter your type. Good advice. <laughs> and I guess one more thing would be, do the things you suck at.
1: Because sometimes, like, I personally have a really hard time, like, like well, if someone's going to see me do it, doing something that I know I might not be very good at it in front of them, it's probably kind of the F.E. and the insecurity and whatnot, is, but it's like you have to do the things you suck at you have to practice, because you're never going to get good at it unless you practice.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so true do the fe another advice. Awesome. <laughs> and so, thank you Mara for coming on. You're an excellent example of what like a healthy ISTP that is like really cool. And so, thank you Mara for being such a wonderful example of your type. You're so like your self-awareness and your self-analysis benefits all the ISTPs who have Listen to this, your ability to put the Jenga blocks in the place that makes the most sense makes for a website that makes the most sense too in terms <laughs> of typology. And so like thank you for adding to the TI accuracy that is typology. And it like if you want to see some very TI accurate articles, go check out below. and uh, I'll have it linked below. Her website is called Practical Typing. She writes with an ISTJ called Ryan, and they're very, very knowledgeable, practical, succinct, very well written, and it's like very thoughtful and very true to real life. So you have so many real life examples too. And so if you guys wanna see a very applicable version of typology that is also very true to to the theory, go check out Practical Typing. I cannot recommend it enough. (laughs) I'm I'm practically being a walking advertisement for them right now, but they're not paying me. They're just really good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we definitely appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so thank you for just being so smart at Typology (laughs) And, and thank you for like, articulating your experience, you know, as well as you could with Tertiary and I, that makes things very ambiguous and hard to explain. (laughs) You did a good job, powering through that. Thank you. (laughs) It was fun doing this. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun talking to you. It's always fun talking to you. And and so, yeah, thank you for representing ISTPs and representing like the type in in a community where, you know, intuitives are kind of like (laughs) <laughs> a majority of the place like you're you're helping bring up sensor representation and you're really helping with bringing accurate material into the space there are so many good things that you're you're adding to to the grand whole that is type and so like you're you're really doing a a service for the entire like, you know, typology community. So like, thank you for helping lead us down a good direction. I appreciate you. I appreciate your website, Practical Typing. And thank you for the articles you bring, the character typings that you do of anime characters and for your your ISTP self and just your Mara self too. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> nice talking. And so nice thank talking. you. <laughs> and so thank you viewers for watching this far you are great and I'll see you all in the next episode bye y'all <laughs>